Good evening and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana. Captain Cambino's Christmas Cabana, if you want to call it that. What the heck? It's Friday, December 15th, 2023. It's been a couple weeks. The captain's been super busy, working my ass off. So just a lot of things going on. Um, it's good to, be, good to be back. Just been very busy, you know, and but also productive, like I said the last time. So it's important to be productive and busy at the same time. So hope everybody's having a great day. Um, first of all, I want to say uh, I want to thank God for the opportunity to be here again and to um, bring out some entertainment therapy and just chilling here at the cabana. God bless all of our troops overseas and their families. Um, we love you. We support you. Come home soon. Thank you for all that you do, all the servicemen and women out there. God bless you all. Thank you to our first responders, our law enforcement, all the uh, men and women out there that are keeping us safe. Uh, God bless you. Uh, you. You guys deserve so much um, credit that more more credit than you than you than you do. Uh, better days are coming. So thank you all for all you do, and God bless our first responders, fire department. EMTs, Coast Guard, all of you. Thank you so very much for all you do and hope you have a great holiday this year. And uh, thank God for the NRA. The captain's a big advocate for the NRA and supports the Second Amendment. And if you got a problem like with it, you can unfollow, don't have to listen, just like Uncle Rico told Napoleon Dynamite. You know what, Napoleon? You can leave. I'm going to keep saying that because it's just funny. You know, it's Uncle Rico. So anyway, but uh, glad to be back. God bless America. So let's kick it off. It's Friday. It's a, it's a great weekend. Um, it's Christmas time. So that's what you just heard of opening up the cabana here was Mavis Staples Christmas Vacation from one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time starring Chevy Chase. And that's what the, the topic is tonight is Christmas movies and just random, just random night here at the cabana, just chilling, having a good time, lots of entertainment therapy. So let's kick it off and get this, um, let's get this bad boy on the starboard port side on the right track, whatever that means. Still not a real captain, by the way. So just throwing that out there, uh, eventually someday. So, uh, we shall see, uh, made some, made some changes, uh, coming up. It's the end of the year. So I'm looking forward to uh, January's coming up, you know, the new year. So we got to get rolling for that, get started, fresh start, you know, start fresh, clean slate, all that crap, do what you got to do to start over. And that's what I'm looking to, to do for, um, taking a little break from Instagram. Um, and I will revamp that come the first of the year. So just hey, wipe the slate clean, and um, let's, uh, let's kick those uh, kick those engines up into high gear starting off in January. So uh, looking forward to it. Got some changes in the in the works. I know I've been saying that for a while, but that's I'm officially you know it, it's going to happen. So sometimes you just got to roll your sleeves up, get dirty, pick yourself up, dust myself off, and throw yourself right back down again. <laughs> that's the spirit. You suck. <laughs> um, last weekend, I went to see a buddy of mine, Lee Harris. It was his 40th birthday party at Funky's. A uh, really cool bar and uh, pizza bar in Oxford, Mississippi. Pizza Daiquiri Bar. Best pizza in town. Um, they got this, man, they have this uh, eggnog daiquiri. Holy eggnog. I mean, holy eggnog. <laughs> no, but it was phenomenal. It's, that eggnog, I'm telling you, it's, um, whew. Uh, was, the captain had a good time. So, um, uh, and, um, I actually did see my friend Captain Morgan too. So he's doing quite well. And anyway, so it was, uh, it was a good week, a good night. Got to see some friends, people I haven't seen in a while, some old friends. And, uh, yeah, just had a good Christmas party time and, um, uh, had a, had a good time. Lots of, uh, lots of beautiful women were out. So, uh, and, um, you know, captain was, uh, out of his league for a little, for some of them. So, you know, but Hey, I tried. I did meet this one girl. I'm just going to throw it out here. This girl was absolutely stunning. Um, I don't remember her name, but um, yeah, that's that's just perfect. I don't remember her name, but she looked exactly almost like she could be a double for uh, Camille Kostek or Amanda Seyfried. Um, Amanda Seyfried, the, the girl from Ted 2 and Mamma Mia. Um, I'm sure she's in a bunch of other stuff, but I told her, I asked her, I said, do you know who Camille Kostek is? Or Amanda Seyfried. It's like, I have no idea who those people are. I was like, you don't know who Gronk is? You know, the tight end for the, used to be the tight end for the Patriots and Bucks. It's like, no. I said, well, what do you do? Like, I figure every college student or girl, female would know who Camille Kostek is, one of the hottest women in the world. 
She didn't know who either one of them was. I was like, you never seen Ted? Ted 2? Mark Wahlberg? And the talking bear? And she didn't know anything. I was like, Jesus, what do you do? Where? I mean, I'm 44 years old, and I've got, I know more than you do on some of that stuff. I'm like, come on. But I wasn't making fun. But it was just like, damn, she was beautiful. She was a photographer. And anyway, but yeah, just absolutely stunning. So um, still forgot her name. But anyway, it, it's uh, I'll, I'll figure it out. So anyway, whoever you are, lady, um, you were absolutely phenomenal. Beautiful. So anyway, so it's Friday. Uh, everybody's out shopping. Uh, it was a good day today at work. Um, actually got a, a Bob Ross bobblehead uh, from my desk at work. It was freaking awesome. And it's uh, apparently you have to have it under light or whatever for it to keep bobbling like constantly. But it's a nice, pretty cool Bob Ross bobblehead. It was awesome. So, um, anyway. So, yeah, it was uh, and some Bob Ross mints. <laughs> I love Bob Ross. I mean, come on. The, I mean, Happy Trees, all that shit, man. That guy is phenomenal. He's actually got a really good episode. Uh, it's called Christmas Snow and Northern Lights. You know, during like, it's like Christmas time in Alaska and stuff like that. The, I mean, the guy used to live in Alaska. He lived in Alaska and Florida. I mean, how how random is that? I mean, you're on both sides of the far end of the country. I mean, geez. But anyway, it's pretty cool. But yeah, so Bob Ross, I mean, I love I love Bob Ross. And I'm you know, a huge fan. I'm not like a diehard fan, but I mean, I, I've, I love the episodes. It's so relaxing. So if you, YouTube, if you look up Bob Ross, look up Bob Ross Christmas Snow. Oh, it's a really good, um, you know, good 30 minutes of relaxation. So I'm telling you. Phenomenal. So, um Anyway, but that that song you heard about Christmas Vacation, Mavis Staples, um, Christmas Vacation, one of the best Christmas movies of all time, um, actually doesn't have a soundtrack. It's it's quite interesting. Lots of great songs in the movie, but does not have an official soundtrack. So that's um, interesting. So a lot of Christmas movies, I guess, don't. A lot of big movies like that don't. I don't know why, but you know that's just how it is. But uh, yeah, I uh, got a gift card too for some friends from work. Oh, excuse me. The captain's a little tired too, so we're going to wing it tonight. But um, uh, still going good on. Um, I, sorry, let me backtrack there. Uh, I went to Target, got a couple of things, got some Christmas cards, kind of stocked up a little bit for some, you know, take care of some of that. And I've got shopping's done, so I'm good. I mean, I didn't really need a, did a lot. You know, it's really for a family. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So I'm still uh, the captain's still on Spotify and Apple. And actually, I found out that uh, my service that I use, uh, I'm on Apple, I'm on Amazon Music. So um, I didn't even know that. So it's pretty cool. So every time I post the podcast online, it'll distribute out to Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. So hey, check it out. So if you're a loyal Amazon, you know, fan, and you have Amazon for all your platforms or whatever, so check out Amazon Music and search for Captain Cambino's Cabana. So this is actually Captain Cambino's Christmas Cabana. So we're gonna. We're having some fun here, so we'll see what happens. But um, I've been watching Home Alone, Home Alone Two, and a Chris, Charlie Brown Christmas like like looping forever and ever at work because I have to have something in background, you know, for just for the holidays. And man, I have worn out Home Alone and Home Alone Two. It's just like I could I could verbatim quote that entire movie, both movies. So, um, but it's pretty cool to see Home Alone and Home Alone Two, the house that they filmed the movie in Chicago. I've been there. I haven't been inside the house, but I've been outside the house. I've seen it. I was like, hey, this is where the wet bandits, this is where they made their mark. <laughs> and um, check it out, old man Marley. So <laughs> anyway, good stuff. But um, yeah, so I want to run down. Um, we're going to run down the Christmas movies. Um, you know, this is 2023. So I have a few anniversary movies in there. Um, so According to the internet, and I just I like looking up stuff from the internet to see like what their some of these sites of what they rate the best Christmas movies of all time, or they just do a list of a rundown of whatever they're. I don't know where they get some of this stuff over, but some of these movies I have never heard of. But um, you've got Meet Me in St. Louis from 1944, Judy Garland. I actually have never seen it, but apparently it takes place during Christmas, so I'm not sure about all that. But um, uh, my opinion, I and mean, I'm just kind of randomly go around here, but um, we'll, we'll get to them. I'm gonna go. I'm kind of go from this list because, but then I'll I'll talk about whatever the ones I, I enjoy myself. But Miracle on 34th Street, one of the original, the original 1947, Maureen O'Hara, John Payne, uh, such a great movie. Um, uh, Edmund Gwynn, the guy that plays Chris Kringle, 
I mean, just and you know, young Natalie Wood, uh, just just a great film. Um, <laughs> I just, I mean, I watched it. I think I haven't watched well, it last year. I haven't, so I haven't watched it this year yet. But it's a just a phenomenal movie. Um, I saw the remake. I didn't like the remake. I thought Elizabeth Perkins was a bitch in the in that remake. But um, the original is always a classic. The ending, you know, just where she couldn't, she didn't want to believe, you know, she just um, thought it was all just a ploy, but it turns out it was, he was right. And I mean, it was just really cool that how that the mail, that get the mail and all the letters come in, you know, that was pretty cool. So um, anyway, but yeah, Miracle on 34th Street, 1947, a classic. Um, it's a Wonderful Life, 1946, Jimmy Stewart, Donna Reed, uh, the classic Frank Capra film. I mean, George Bailey, just the, just never gets old. It's amazing to me at this day and age with all the shit going on in the world and, you know, just how, you know, political, whatever crap that's going on, that NBC still shows this movie. I just, I, I find it um, unbelievable. And I'm not complaining. I, I, I freaking love It's a Wonderful Life. I'm not complaining at all, but I'm just saying, like, it's with the way things are going nowadays, it's like, wow, they're actually still showing this movie. Oh, wouldn't some people get offended? <laughs> but anyway... Um, but yeah, just phenomenal film. It's a wonderful life. It's, I mean, it really makes you appreciate what you have. And, you know, my dad always says it too. It's like, you know what, Cameron, you really had a wonderful life. And it's just, it's true. And he, he threw it all away. He wanted to throw it all away and he just, he didn't realize, you know, what all he had. And, um, the, the best part is, you know, when he, the, the, the little book he opens up and he goes, uh, remember no man is a failure who has friends. It's just, it's true. And you know, um, <laughs> it's just, it's just a class. It's so, so great. I mean, every time we watch it, my mom, she's like that dumb uncle Billy, you know, <laughs> it's like, how do you lose $8,000? Like you idiot. Now you had, you had to go run your mouth to Potter. So anyway, just, just good stuff, but such a great movie. Um, Sam Wainwright, hee-haw. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, so um, the um, – uh, you know, what's funny is – what's his name? Alfalfa is is in it from the Little Rascals. He's the one that's trying to hit on Donna Reed. And uh, Jimmy Stewart finally asks her, asks her to dance. And <laughs> he, he says, oh, why don't you stop annoying people? Hey. <laughs> and George Bailey's dancing right over the pool. <laughs> Um, all right. Yeah. So it's a wonderful life. Never gets old. So it's a classic. Uh, of course you got the debate. It's on the list here. So I'm going to talk about it. The debate of whether or not this is a Christmas movie. Die hard 1988 with Bruce Willis and Alan Rickman. Yes. It's a Christmas movie. I don't care what anybody says. I just, I know that is so weird that this has been like such a, a debatable topic over the last few years, you know, is die hard a Christmas movie. Yeah. Why not? I mean, it takes place on Christmas Eve. It's it's the holidays and there, it's a it, why not? I mean it's it's a Christmas movie. It's I just you know it's I mean that's just how I feel. Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie as well. So, um, but whatever. I mean it's just it takes place during Christmas. So what? Who cares? So does Die Hard two. Uh, so does First Blood with Sylvester Stallone. But anyway, there's a lot of movies that are take place during Christmas as well. But um, anyway, Die Hard. One of the greatest action movies of all time, in my opinion. This is the 35th anniversary. Um, j just, just a classic, Bruce Willis. Um, this, I definitely think this made it. This was this is the movie that made his career because he got a start in Miami Vice. Uh, he was on the season one of Miami Vice. He was a villain, and he played a damn good villain. And uh, but he was only in one episode. But that's where he got his start was Miami Vice, and then that's I think that's what led him to a. Uh, couple of roles here and there and then he got moonlighting and then die hard was his i just i think that's his breakthrough role so um come out to the coast we'll get together have a few laughs uh i mean just alan rickman phenomenal villain um uh the late clarence gilliard jr um who passed away this year he's um the um the it guy the hacker that tries to crack the vault then you've got Alexander Godunov, the terrorist. I mean, and Bonnie Bedelia, uh, Hart Bachner, the Ellis. <laughs> He's sitting there doing some cocaine. And he goes, I was just making a call. 
show him the Rolex. It's a Rolex. Well, go on, show him. Are you embarrassed? Hey, Ollie, how about dinner tonight? <laughs> He's such a such a dick. <laughs> Hans, booby, I'm your white knight. This guy you're talking to, John, I can give him to you. <laughs> Ellis, um, yeah, die hard. Whew. Uh, welcome to the party, pal. Anyway, so, yep. Don't you have any Christmas music? This is Christmas music. He's jamming out to Run DMC, Christmas and Hollis. Classic. All right, so moving on here. Uh, a Christmas story. 1983, 40th anniversary. Ralphie, you'll shoot your eye out. Uh, the captain has been to the house. Uh, it's outside of just outside of Cleveland, Ohio, and it's uh, it's it's a phenomenal tourist attraction. I have not been inside, but I've been outside of it. I walked on the porch and saw the leg lamp. We looked through the looked through the window, and I was like, "Man, this is so cool." They've got a um, right across the street. They've got a shop, like a gift shop, and man, that place was packed. I mean, this is 2019, and um, just people lined up outside buying stuff. I mean, I, I should have bought the leg lamp, but I mean, it's just so cool. But, um, if I order, if I buy the leg lamp, I want it to be delivered in the big box that it was like in the movie with Darren McGavin. <laughs> Bumpus, <laughs> um, chugging wine on Christmas morning with their kids. That's class. The mom and dad That's classic. Darren McGavin does a phenomenal job as the dad. I mean, it's just, just Peter Billingsley. I mean, um, <laughs> when they're waiting in line, the Santa Claus, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you shoot your, how about a nice football? Football, football, what's a football? <laughs> okay, get him out of here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, wake up, Randy. Oh, boy, that's mine. Hey. <laughs> Randy falls asleep. <laughs> Zeppelin, Wow. Oh, it's heavy. <laughs> oh man, Christmas story. The <laughs> when he beats up that kid and uh <laughs> the kid from the toy that the double dare. I right, triple dog dare you. Hey, listen here, smart ass. <laughs> oh man, Christmas story. Classic 40th anniversary. There is the sequel, A Christmas Story Christmas, came out last year on HBO Max. I have not watched it yet, but I plan to. Probably watch it this weekend. But a friend of mine told me it was really good, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Trading Places, also the 40th anniversary. I love the beginning of the movie with Eddie Murphy when he's acting like he's a Vietnam homeless guy. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. Viet the, the, the war did this to me, but Vietnam, I'm not bitter, though. I can see, I can see, I, I got legs, I can walk. <laughs> just, just is a phenomenal 40th anniversary. Uh, takes place Christmas and then also into, you know, happy, you know, New Year. Merry New Year. It's Happy New Year. That's how we say it in America. So, but um, great, phenomenal comedy. Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, also Don Amici, Ralph Bellamy, and the same characters from Trading Places. And they're also in Coming to America. So it's a really cool, like, crossover. They don't even think about it. But um, Trading Places, just awesome Christmas movie. I've got to catch up on that. I haven't seen it in a while. But I just love the opening, Eddie Murphy. Merry Christmas. He's on his knees on that little cart. <laughs> on that. Oh, man. Uh, Gremlins, 1984. More of a comedy horror movie, I guess. But it does take place on Christmas. It's, and it's the same town, actually, where they filmed uh, uh, Back to the Future. So, uh I mean, a classic uh, mid-80s, Phoebe Cates, Zach Galligan, Hoyt Axton, also is the dad, you know, the gadget guy. Um, let's see, uh, Corey Feldman's in it as well. And, you know, just <laughs> with those, the gremlins are singing the Christmas carols. That's <laughs> deagle, 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 deagle. <laughs> and they're at the bar getting smashed. And what the one opens up is he's got a jacket on. He opens up like he's flashing BB Cates. <laughs> oh man, 
But uh, good Christmas, funny comedy, Gremlins, 1984. Uh, anyway, okay, Elf, 2003, the 20th anniversary of Elf. Can't believe this movie's 20 years old. But a uh, really funny film. I mean, like, when the uh, first time I watched it, I couldn't stop laughing. The, um, I mean, just his whole, his demeanor, everything. Um, <laughs> you, you like sugar. Is there sugar in syrup? Yes, then yes. <laughs> Oh man, Buddy the Elf. Um, yeah, so it's a uh, great soundtrack too. And uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, um, the the chick that's um, excuse me. The oh gosh, Zoe Zoe Deschanel. Excuse me. The the girl that he uh, has he falls in love with. She is absolutely stunning in this movie. And. <laughs> Do you, do you want to eat food? You know, the code, food. <laughs> oh, man, Buddy the Elf. Uh, make work your favorite, all right? Work's your favorite. Make work, work. work is your favorite, okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, same year uh, with Elf was Bad Santa. I freaking love Bad Santa. Um, I mean, it's, it's, when you say bad, it's bad. The unrated version is actually really good. Uh, lots of cussing though, but it's it's still funny. I mean, when he's <laughs> he's digging in his ass while he's, those kids are waiting in line to, to sit on his lap, <laughs> and that little black guy says, "I don't I don't think this is a good time for you to be digging in your ass." <laughs> and he's on his lunch break, and I mean, clearly he's not Santa Claus. The little kid walks up. And she goes, honey, you want to talk to Santa? He goes, I'm on my fucking lunch break. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to report to you. <laughs> Is that supposed to be a threat? You think you can make my life any more miserable? <laughs> he just doesn't care. I mean, he just doesn't give a shit. It's so funny. I mean, <laughs> and Bernie Mac figures out what's going on, and <laughs> they're trying to negotiate. He says, half. 60, half. 55, half. <laughs> and <he> half. <laughs> you got some lip on you, small fry. <laughs> you ain't going to shit right for a week. <laughs> you got love bad Santa. Oh, man. <laughs> the kid, when he cuts his hands, ow, ow, ow. Grandma, let me make some sandwiches. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bad Santa's so funny. Oh, Batman Returns. Came out in 1992. Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, phenomenal comic book movie, there's no doubt. But it does play, take place during Christmas, so I guess it is a Christmas movie. I do like the ending uh, when he's looking for Catwoman. And he ends up just finding that cat. And, um, you know, he's kind of depressed. And Alfred says, well, come what may. Merry Christmas, Mr. Wayne. He goes, Merry Christmas, Alfred. And goodwill toward men and women. I mean, it's just a, it's a cool ending, you know. And um, and then when it's snowing, Christmas, you know, and it's, there's the bat signal. And then there's Catwoman. So it's just, I mean, it's kind of a cool Yuletide cheer type movie, you know, in the background with Batman. So. But um, anyway, so yeah, Batman Returns, uh, it's kind of a dark Christmas. Kind of similar, I guess, if you want to consider on the same lines with Edward Scissorhands, which is also a Christmas time movie. So anyway, uh, Batman Returns. Uh, just going down, the Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, it's okay. You know, if you like the Muppets, it's a good one. So um, I think uh, Michael Caine is in it. Yeah, Michael Caine, Scrooge. So yeah, that's a Muppet Christmas Carol, 1992. That's a good one. White Christmas, 1954, um, classic, Bing Crosby, uh, Danny fucking K, so <laughs> Rosemary Clooney, Judy Haynes, just a, just a classic, never gets old, and um, they just don't make movies like this anymore, so, you know, I mean, it's just a good, wholehearted holiday film, um, definitely enjoy that, so um, Bing Crosby was absolute legend, uh, let's see here. It's going through some some of the list. The Santa Claus, 1994, Tim Allen. Uh, there's several of them. There's the Santa Claus, Santa Claus 2, and then the Santa Claus 3, the Escape Clause. 
Um, I've seen the first one. I didn't really like the other two, but I like the, the Santa Claus, the original, you know, Tim Allen and judge Reinhold. I actually met. So, um, you know, good, good, um, good movie, good comedy. So Tim, Tim Allen was in his prime, I think. And this is when Disney was still cool. So, and you know, had good content. So, um, yeah. So the Santa Claus, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, judge Reinhold, a great supporting role in this movie too. So it's a good, good old fashioned comedy. Um, with um, Tim Allen. Tim Allen does a good job. So, Holiday Inn, 1942. Another Bing Crosby, Fred Astaire, and Irving Berlin. So, um, and it, um, right before White Christmas. So, it's a, just a, a good, you know, romantic type Christmas movie. So, I would uh, definitely cons- put that on your list. A uh, classic. Um, wow, it's over, I guess, 80, 80 years, 80, 81 years. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 1942, Holiday Inn. So, Great soundtrack, great, you know, Fred Astaire, Bing Crosby, good music all throughout. White Christmas is also a good soundtrack. So, uh, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, 1967. Thurl Ravencroft's um, voice is just, wow. It's like Darth Vader had a twin brother, twin singing or something, but just a phenomenal voice. Uh, great classic, you know, cartoon, uh, never gets old, uh, The Grinch. So, um, classic, of course. Great soundtrack too. Uh, let's see. And I, uh, of course, you got Jim Carrey's version of The Grinch. Came out in two thousand. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I've actually never watched it all the way through, and it's just not really. I just never really wasn't like in a mood to watch it. So I mean, but I'm sure it's it's always you know a lot of people like it. But um, but I'm, I know he did a, you know I've heard good things about it. Just not really what I want to watch. But Mickey's Christmas Carol, another Disney. Um, Christmas classic from 1983. That's a good one. Uh, of course, you got the original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 1964. Used to always come on CBS. I just remember, you know, the, the commercials for it. That and Santa Claus is Coming to Town, 1970. Um, and uh, The Year Without a Santa Claus, 1974. Uh, I, I just, I like it that um, <laughs> from Batman and Robin with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's... They're, they're watching the Earth House Santa Claus and uh, I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. I'm Mr. Icicle. I'm Mr. Ten Below. And they're all singing. It's just dumb. But anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, whatever. But yeah, so uh, the Year Without a Santa Claus. Those, those are some good, you know, those animation back in the day with the uh, Burl Ives. Just um, um, good stuff. So can't beat Rudolph, man. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Christmas in Connecticut, 1945. Uh, Barbara Stanwyck. Happened to Barbara Stanwyck. Uh, just a, another classic uh, love, love story, Christmas in Connecticut. So a uh, bunch of good actors in that one. Dennis Morgan, Sidney Greenstreet, and Reginald Gardner. So um, good stuff. Um, good wholehearted. Like I consider it on the lines right there with It's a Wonderful Life. You know, just a good classic uh Christmas film, a Charlie Brown Christmas. I've worn this thing out. 1965. Uh, I love Charlie Brown. I, if I could befriend some type of animated character or f- fictional character in my entire life, it'd be Charlie Brown. I mean, I just something about the the kid. You know, he's just he's it's there's always something missing. It feels like, and I I absolutely love this movie. And it's only like, I don't even think it's like 30 minutes, you know, it's less than that maybe, but I just want to punch Lucy every time I see her and she's just annoying as shit. <clears throat> when, I mean, like when did she become an expert on snow? You know, she like, uh, it's kind of like that family guy where P- Peter beats the shit out of her. Cause he's like, you're not even a real therapist. I checked this. I'm checking, you know, <laughs> but like when they're, they're Linus and, uh, uh, Franklin or whatever. And Lucy, they're all, uh, uh, checking the snow and they, they lick the snow, they eat the snow. And, uh, Linus says, mm, needs sugar. And Lucy's like, it's too early. I never eat Christmas dough. It's, it's not, it's not the right time. I was like, well, who, who the hell are you? How do you know what's, what's the best? Like, you're just a dude. You're just a kid. Like wh- wh- who gives Lucy the opportunity? Like wh- who made her so smart? Like, how does she, I was just like, she's just so annoying. But, uh, it reminds me of someone I went to high school with, but yeah, it's just annoying as shit. But Lucy, wh- wh- what makes you such an expert? So, but the, the the music, you know, when they're dancing, they're all doing the same dance, the, the twins, and you got um, Linus and Sally just jamming out. 
and Snoopy and Schroeder's just killing it on the on the piano, and you got Pigpen on the the big harp, and uh, I mean it's just <laughs> just a great film. But it's just he gets Charlie Brown gets so frustrated. It's like he how, how can somebody that young have all those problems thinking about all that stuff? He's overanalyzing everything. It reminds me of myself a lot. That's why I feel like I can always relate to Charlie Brown because he's just something's missing. He it feels like he's just he missed out on something or he's he's there's some type of regret or something i mean something deeper i wish we could that'd be cool to kind of drill down on that character on but i mean i just i love charlie brown and uh, that opening opening monologue with linus and he says i don't know what it is linus i love christmas and getting christmas cards but i'm still not happy i don't know what it is and linus says charlie brown of all you're the only person I know that could take a wonderful season like Christmas and turn it into a problem. Maybe Lucy's right. Of all the Charlie Browns in the world, you're the Charlie Browniest. It's true. It's like he overanalyzes everything. It's like, I'm just not happy. And then there's a scene where he's looking out the window and it's snowing and they're playing that soundtrack by Vince Guaraldi. Man, God bless Vince Guaraldi. This is one of the best soundtracks ever. My, my favorite Christmas soundtrack of all time is the Charlie Brown Christmas. And I have it on my iPod year-round. I don't care. It puts me to sleep. It's phenomenal. It's just a great soundtrack. So beautiful music. I mean, just all around. But he's looking out the window, and it's snowing. And they're playing that, you know, Christmas time is here, the instrumental. It's just so cool. You know, you kind of feel for him. It's like he's so alone. And, you know, but and they're all, it seems like they're all alone. You don't see any parents. So, I mean, like, it must be some type of weird universe they live in where there's no, there's no parents. But, um... Anyway, but yeah, he's just, I can relate. It's just like there's, he's, he's, he feels like there's something more and he just, he can't figure it out. And that's what I always, I don't know, maybe I'm going off the deep end here, but I mean, that's just how I feel. But, um, just, it's just great. Charlie Brown, you know, he, and he wants to know the true meaning of Christmas and Linus, he, Linus delivers, you know, it's about the birth of Jesus. That's what it's all about. That's what Christmas is all about. None of this commercialism, get, you know, gifts are good and everything, but, it's the season of hope and the season of our Lord and Savior and his birth. And, um, you know, the manger, the Jesus, and, you know, that's he was that's when he was brought to us. So it's that's what it's all about. Um, Christ is born in Bethlehem. So uh, anyway, moving on. I. Uh, said like i said i love charlie brown christmas so um a very muppet very merry muppet christmas movie 2002 uh, i didn't know that jo- joan cusacks and i have not seen that one so i don't know about that one but i'm i'm i hope it's okay um uh, let's see frosty snowman another classic that used to be on cbs uh 1969 there's one my dad loves it's actually really good i don't know if it's on the list here or not but i'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and bring it up it's called a christmas card and it's with uh, Ed Asner is in it, and there's a bunch of other random characters. Um, but it, there's a um, the the lead ga- the lead actor who was in the military came home um, because he got a Christmas card from this lady, and he he, he wanted to meet her. He was uh, it's not Gerard Christopher. It's uh, I can't remember his other, his real his other name his, his who that guy is, but. We'll look it up real quick. But he played Superboy. And um, Superboy was the um, the spinoff show that uh, uh, John Newton. John Newton, that's him. He um, he, he plays the, um, the soldier that visits his town that a Christmas card was sent to him by a church group as a goodwill effort and he comes home he comes there to, to meet the person that sent the card and she's got a boyfriend and she's engaged but he ends up falling in love with her it's a really good story and ed asner plays a good part in it too it's one of those hallmark movies but it's still a great movie um i know there's so many of those christmas movies that come on hallmark like the christmas memory the christmas affair uh the christmas tree that could have been whatever. There's some dumbass names, you know, there's just dumb movies, but that take place during Christmas. They, they're probably these act. How do these people, how, where do they find these people is the shittiest Christmas movies ever that are on Hallmark, but that's just how it is. Whatever. 
But anyway, the Christmas card uh, with Ed Asner, John Newton. Like I said, John Newton played Superboy in the series that used to be on um, cable back in the late 80s. So it's the same people that created, that developed Superman the movie with Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman, Marlon Brando. Excuse me. They're the same ones that did the show Superboy. But that's him, uh, John Newton. So that's another one. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's on the list, but I just want to say that it's a really good, really good heartfelt story. Um, and you know, good, great theme to it. And, uh, my, my dad loves it. So yeah. So the Christmas card, check that out. So, uh, of course, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, 1989. Go ahead and get that out. Um, probably the greatest Christmas film of all time. And, um, this, I mean, Chevy Chase delivers in more ways than one. It's just so, un, I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, I can actually do the entire rant. I'm going to, I'll do that here shortly um, for your entertainment therapy purposes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a Christmas cabana miracle. But <laughs> the, um, I remember going to see it in the theater. I was, I was 10 years old. It came out December 1st, 1989. And I remember going to see it like the next week. It was a Tuesday night, and uh, my mom let me. I think my little brother was with me. I don't really remember, but 1989 had so many great movies. But I just remember going to see it. I remember waiting on my mom to pick me up. And I just there was the arcade right there in the Oxford Mall, and I was just like, man, it was so funny. A lot of stuff back then I didn't really understand, but I just you just laugh. You know, it's Chevy Chase. I mean, come on. But just the best part was when he uh, when they're you know they're going to get the tree, and Russ is. <laughs> Dad, that thing wouldn't fit in our yard. It's not going in our yard, Russ. It's going in our living room. Dad, did you bring a saw? <laughs> this tree is the spirit of the symbol of the Griswold family Christmas. Isn't that beautiful, Audrey? She'll see it later, honey. Her eyes are frozen. <laughs> oh, man. When, they, when Eddie shows up... Um, when the dog says, this here is, uh, well, the, the kids, sorry. And this here is Rocky. Have you got a kiss for me? Oh, you better take a rain check on that. Or he's got a lip fungus thing ain't identified yet. <laughs> this here is Ruby Sue. Oh, my gosh. Her eyes aren't crossed anymore. <laughs> it's something, isn't it? She falls in a well. Her eyes go cross. She gets kicked by a mule. They go back to normal. I don't know. <laughs> and this here is our pride and joy. Snots. <laughs> Great name, Ed. We named him next. He's got this sinus infection. <laughs> Snots, you roll over and let Uncle Clark scratch your belly. <laughs> I really shouldn't. My hands are all chapped. <laughs> oh, man. Shitter was full. Ah, honey, you checked our shitters lately? <laughs> just such a... He's, Clark is such a dick. I mean, but it's just classic. The, but, the other part when they're shopping in Walmart, <laughs> Eddie's getting all that, all that dog food. I mean... What does he need all that dog food? And then Clark grabs the bulbs and puts it, <laughs> puts the dog food on top of the bulbs. <laughs> um. Anyway, when um, I know my buddy Jason Bailey's, he hates Bill. He can't stand Bill. Like Bill never follows up with Clark about the bonus. You know, it's like well, what, Bill's such an asshole. It's like how do you not follow up with Clark? You kept, you know wonder about his bonus and but yeah i just remember jason bailey and i always laugh about that about uh bill like bill's such a dick you know um <laughs> the mailman i have a delivery for clark <laughs> and it fell between the seats and i didn't see it i'm sorry who, who does that no mailman's gonna come back and bring that on a christmas eve but i know it's a movie but um anyway the uh <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do it right now. So, yeah, this is uh, just winging it right here. The the scene where he is fed up and he gets his bonus, and it turns out it's the Jelly of the Month Club. And um, <laughs> what is it? A letter confirming your reservation to the Nuthouse? <laughs> All right. So Clark is fed up, and, he you know, <laughs> he grabs the eggnog. Any of you ever looking at any uh, last-minute gift ideas for me? I have one. I'd like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. And I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought 
right here, with the big ribbon on his head. I would look him straight in the eye. I would tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, poor, flushing, low life, snake licking, dirtying, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lipped, worm headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> and when he does it, they're all just staring at him. They said they all had cue cards. Uh, to, to, I don't know. Ellen says something. Beverly D'Angelo in a, in a documentary said they had cue cards to uh, tell him what to, to, what to say or what to, to look for or something. It was, anyway, I, it was pretty funny. But um, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you just hold your wad there, fella. Clark had nothing to do with this. This here was my idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uncle Lewis. My my dad's side of the family has he had an uncle we had an uncle just like Uncle Lewis almost looked just like him Uncle Knox, uh, my dad's Uncle Knox I'm telling you. <laughs> Grizz, Bethany and I thought of the perfect gift gift for you. Oh Uncle get Uncle Lewis you have to buy me anything. Damn it Bethany he guessed it. <laughs> oh that was fun. I love riding in cars. <laughs> when did you move to Florida? <laughs> Is Rusty still in the Navy? <laughs> Mom, what? This cat's meow. This box is meowing. <laughs> she wrapped up her damn cat. <laughs> oh man, that cat had nine lives. He just spent it all. Spent them all. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> no, Uncle Clark is Santa Claus. No, it's the Christmas star. That's all that matters here tonight. Not turkeys or gifts or trees. See, kids, it means something to everybody. Everybody. Now I know what it means to me. That ain't the friggin' Christmas star, Grizz. It's a light at the sewage treatment plant. Sir Gas. Don't drop that. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> Tis the season to be merry. Well, that's my name. No shit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas vacation. Enough of that. So anyway, yeah, I'm telling you, we can go all night with that. Scrooged, 1988. I mean, going on to another one. Bill Murray. I'm telling you, that's uh, uh it's a great take on the you know Charles Dickens classic. Bill Murray kicks ass in this movie. I mean, it's just so freaking funny. Um, uh, his. I mean, just <laughs> towel, towel, VHS. Towel. Most of these are towels. Women were adored. Women adored me. Oh, adored. Come on, Lou. Let's face it. You paid for the women. <laughs> Call the police. Elliot Loudermilk. Code 9. Merry Christmas. We have to move to a studio apartment. Bobcat Goldthwait, his supporting, supporting character in that one, is just, is just classic. Um, programming for cats. <laughs> Well, I am happy with the life I've led so far, you little bitch. <laughs> oh, the um, <laughs> VHS. When he flips off, they steals the cab from that lady. Flips her off. Uh, Niagara Falls, Frankie. <laughs> you are so pathetic. That was the little house in the prairie. Was it the homecoming episode? Yeah, it was the homecoming episode of Little House. <laughs> it's a bone. <laughs> um, yeah, so Scrooged. Just, just a great take on it. Phenomenal. Bill Murray. Great laughs all the way around. Uh, let's see here. Um, Jingle All the Way. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad, 1996. It's a good one. Hey, everybody. <laughs> These two are looking for a Turbo Man. <laughs> Where have you been? Turbo Man's only the hottest selling Christmas story ever. But we had plenty of, uh, of, his, of his sidekick booster. <laughs> uh, Sinbad does a great job in that one. So Jingle All the Way, classic. Um, Home Alone, 1990. Um, I never got to see this in the theater because we actually moved, were moving at the time. So it was a interesting you know, time of year, that, the 1990. Uh, 
it was an unusual Christmas and a different Christmas that year, to be honest with you. But, um, I mean, it's to this day, it's still phenomenal. Great Christmas movie. Uh, I've been by the house in Chicago, been outside of it, like I said earlier. Beautiful home. Uh, it's friggin' huge. Um, I mean, Macaulay Culkin was just, I mean, every, his, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uncle Frank won't let me watch the movie. It's not even rated R. He's just being a jerk. <laughs> Kevin, out of here. Hang up the phone and make me, why don't you? Um, Angels of Filthy Souls. Forever, I thought that was a real movie. Like, I really did. Angels of Filthy Souls. I don't know what it was, but I really thought it was a real film. And uh, keep the change, you filthy animal. Um, <laughs> Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern was 36, 33 when he did that movie. And Joe Pesci was 47. Um, it's right, right, same year as Goodfellas. And uh, which Goodfellas is also a Christmas movie. You know, when they have that big score at the, uh, at the airport that takes place during Christmas. And Robert De Niro goes ape shit when everybody starts buying stuff. Uh, for Christmas, anyway. But Home Alone, uh, John Hughes, uh, he did not, he didn't direct it, but he wrote it. Which you know, Chris Columbus was a director, but just a great. Technically, it's a John Hughes movie. So I mean, I'll I'll say that forever. Um, Home Alone, just just great one-liners, everything. Um, but it, but a good good family film. But uh, there's also there's so many memes out there about what the the you know McAllisters did, the dad did for a living, and. But yeah, I mean, here's another another thing I, I, I noticed too. When they forget, they, they make it to Paris and they realize they left Kevin. That, I tell you what, those, the McAllisters are some entitled people right there. They're trying. They they kick that woman off the phone. They're at the airport in Paris. They just take. It's like we're we're we got we got to use the phone. They just like get out of here. I was like, man, that was kind of a shitty thing to do. Somebody, this lady's trying to talk, you know. But I was like, who the hell are they? You know, who what gives you the right? <laughs> but anyway, whatever. I'm just saying. But <laughs> whatever. When um, <laughs> with the old man from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and Billy Bird, the lady that uh, buys the uh, Catherine O'Hara, she's trying to get on the flight from Paris, and uh, she's got her own earrings, a whole shoebox full of them, dangling ones. <laughs> but oh, Ed, oh, all right. <laughs> um, the um original scene when he's buying the groceries when the lady's asking him you know where do you live i can't tell you why not because you're a stranger <laughs> originally there was the manager of the store s- stood right next to that lady and that's he asked he's asking all the questions it's in the trailer if you look up the trailer for home alone you got home alone 2 1992 lost in new york 1992 i remember going to see this in the theater it was really i thought it was really funny i think it had a little bit more some better moments in the than the second first one but uh, a lot of more good supporting actors in this one. I mean, Tim Curry's character is, f- is hilarious. Uh, Mr. McAllister. <laughs> is my transportation here? Out in front, sir. A limousine and a pizza. Compliments of the Plaza Hotel. I do hope your father understands that last night I was simply checking the room to make sure everything was in order. <laughs> oh, he was... Pre- I do hope offer my sincerest apologies. Oh, he was pretty mad. Oh, he was. He said he didn't come all the way to New York to get his naked rear end spied on. <laughs> Have a lovely day. <laughs> Cedric, don't count your tips in public. And find out everything you can about that young fellow. <laughs> What's the matter? Store wouldn't take your stolen credit card. Let's see what the police have to say about this. <laughs> and when he chases him into the room, get down to your knees. I love you. <laughs> I mean, I wonder how many takes they did of that. I mean, Tim Curry's face. <laughs> they're all just, <laughs> they all say it together. It's so dumb. Tim, Bony Bob, Cliff. <gasps> it's a lie. <laughs> when, when, when Marv runs into that blonde, pardonnez-moi, most sherry. <laughs> what the hell is that? What is that? He's easier again. Well, hello. <laughs> I think she likes me. <laughs> when they're planning the what they're going to rob, he says, what place is going to have the best opportunity to rob on Christmas Eve? We have the most, uh, most to lose. <laughs> candy stores. Nine-year-olds rob candy stores, Mom. 
It's just the, <laughs> when he gets stapled in the nuts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's opening that door. He falls flat on his face in the top floor. Harry have reached the top. <laughs> oh. And then the electrocution with the oh! <laughs> wow, what a hole! <laughs> that was the sound of a tool chest falling down the stairs. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> love Home Alone too. I mean, just the sights, everything. The World Trade Center when he's when he's in New York, just classic, just so beautiful. But yeah. A great movie, Home Alone 2, great laughs, no doubt. Love Actually, 2003, 20th anniversary, great movie. All around comedy, love story, drama, you name it. It's all intertwined. Uh, great cast, Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, Laura Linney, Colin Firth, Emma Thompson. Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Kira Knightley. And Alan Rickman, of course. I mean, just just a great movie. What do you, do you have to screw to get a chocolate biscuit? You know? <laughs> um, the uh, the little kid that falls in love at the end with the singer. I mean, uh, just just a great great movie. Um, romantic everything. Uh, just just the opening monologue, the opening scene of love. Just you just. You know, you just feel it. You know, it's just like, man, they really rock Christmas in England, obviously. I mean, it looks, it was really cool, I thought. At the time, when I first watched it, I was like, man, this is really good. Uh, but I love the opening monologue with Hugh Grant about how, you know, when the planes hit the Twin Towers, you know, there was no calls for hate or, you know, there was all, it was only, it was only love, you know. And it says, love actually is all around. So it's, it's just, a, I mean, just a good, great film, good comedy, everything, uh, all in one. Just a great love story, great all the way around. Never gets old. Um, <laughs> the, I bought a ticket to the states. I'm going to a place called Wisconsin. America, watch out! Farewell, failure. Here comes Colin, and he's got a big knob. Oh man, love actually. So yeah, check that out. Two thousand three. Uh, let's see here. Lethal Weapon, nineteen eighty seven is also I consider that a, on the same level of, as Die Hard. Uh, actually, Die Hard two, nineteen ninety, was also a Christmas movie. Same thing, just in Dallas Airport. A um, little more extreme, I thought, you know, but it was a lot, lot more cussing, I think, than that one. Um, Dennis Franz from NYPD Blue was in it. Uh, James, John Amos from Good Times. Um, <laughs> Colonel <laughs> Colonel Stewart, can you offer can you offer some insight? You have, you have any uh, words for this for this uh, event? You can have two. Fucking you. <laughs> uh, good one. Yeah, classic. Polar Express, two thousand four. Tom Hanks. Uh, same director that did Forrest Gump, Castaway, Robert Zemeckis, Back to the Future. Um, it's okay. I didn't. I didn't really get involved with that one, so it was all right. But um, Hook, nineteen ninety one, about Peter Pan, Captain Hook, took place during Christmas. So, I mean, it's kind of a Christmas. I mean, whatever if you want to call it that. But I, I enjoyed Hook. I remember watching that Christmas of nineteen ninety one. It was a really good, great movie. The Family Man is one of my favorites. The year two thousand, Nicolas Cage, Taylor Leone. What could have been, um, and how it you know he just. It, I guess I guess it is kind of like a, a same lines of a, a Christmas Carol slash It's a Wonderful Life. Don Shadle is the angel, um, and how he he just he doesn't realize what's happening, and then he you know he wakes up from the dream. It's re- oh man, it's just a really good movie. Um, he's walking that dog, and he goes, "If you would take a dump sometime in this century." <laughs> But um, anyway, the Family Man. You want a good, good laugh, good, good wholesome comedy family movie? The Family Man can't beat it. The Family Stones, another good one. Two thousand five. Um, great cast. You got um, Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, Rachel McAdams, Diane Keaton, Craig T. Nelson, uh, Luke Wilson. 
Claire, uh, Claire Danes, just a, a great movie, great comedy, love story, drama, Christmas theme. So good, good stuff. That's a, it's a good film. So check that out. Um, let's see here. Uh, office Christmas party. I have not seen yet. Came out in 2016. Jennifer Aniston, uh, Jason Bateman. I, I need to watch that, but I, I heard it's pretty, pretty raucous and fun, but, um, uh, you know, I need to check that out. Um, Christmas with the Cranks, I thought was good. Um, Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis, Dan Aykroyd. It, it's 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 not it's not hilarious, but it, it's it's a good take on it too. Um, surviving Christmas is terrible, so don't don't watch that. Just giving you a heads up. Ernest Saves Christmas, nineteen eighty eight. Can't beat it. Classic. Jim Varney, uh, part of the all, all Ernest, you know, Chris, Ernest movies, you know, uh, just good stuff. So yeah, uh, Ernest Saves Christmas, classic. Four Christmases, 2008, uh, Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon, Robert Duvall, um, where they're visiting all these different families for Christmas. Great comedy. Uh, even uh, Tim McGraw is in it, so uh, it's good. Yeah, good romantic film, funny. Um, Daddy's Home 2, uh, John Lithgow, Mel Gibson, Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell, hilarious. Um they definitely take it up a notch. So daddy's home. Of course you got to watch daddy's home, but then daddy's home too is actually really good. So yeah. Uh, about to wind it down here. Mixed nuts, 1994, Steve Martin, Adam Sandler, um, Madeline Kahn, uh, Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks, wife. It's a really great, um, really great, funny movie. They, they run a hotline in California, I think. And it's just, it's, um, I haven't seen it in a while, but it is really good. So, uh, be sure to check out, you, you'll be, you'll like it. It's a really good, uh, unusual Christmas film, but funny, uh, mixed nuts. Deck the Halls with, uh, Danny DeVito, Matthew Broderick. It's okay. It's, uh, not, not the, the greatest, but it's a good, it's a good comedy. Uh, of course I talked about trading places. So, um, um, he-Man and She-Ra Christmas special was always one of the fa- my favorites. It's like a cartoon growing up, a good, um, good holiday film there for, you know, for the kids. Um, uh, First Blood with uh, Sylvester Stallone does take place during Christmas. So that's, um, that's one I realized the other day. I didn't realize that it actually does take, to pl- take place during Christmas. Um, let's see here. Just, just going through and see if there's any I've, I've missed. Um, but yeah, it's, um, you know, there's so many good movies out there. So many good Christmas films. Um, it's hard to keep up with all of them. So, um, you know, so many to watch. So, uh, let's see here. Just look at the holiday. I guess you could say that's kind of a, that's okay. You know, Jack Black, Cameron Diaz, uh, Kate Winslet, um, and Jude Law, whatever. So yeah, it, it's okay. Um, so gone through some cr- good Christmas movies there. Um, good list. Christmas soundtracks. I'm telling you, there's um, a lot of great Christmas soundtracks or great Christmas theme songs. Um, I, I love, like I said, I love the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack. A Very Brady Christmas. I totally forgot about that one. Home for the Holidays is another one with uh, Holly Hunter. Um, but yeah, that, it's okay. It's it's um, I, I just it's kind of like a Thanksgiving slash Christmas movie, but I didn't really. It, it was okay. It was kind of overrated to me. But A Very Brady Christmas. I remember watching that on TV when I was a kid. Um, I think that was they had a different Cindy for that movie. They didn't get the original Cindy. But um, yeah, so that I, I thought it was a good whole you know family good-hearted Christmas film. Um, of course, you got The Office Christmas, The Office, the TV show The Office, where you have the Christmas episodes, uh, and you can't beat those. Um, where the one where Michael buys the iPod and everybody wants the iPod, and it, it just pisses off everyone. So, <laughs> uh, Oh, Santa Claus the movie. Oh, how did I miss that one? So, yeah, 1985. Uh, David Huddleston, Dudley Moore, uh, John Lithgow. It's um, where, oh, what's it called? Um, Dudley Moore, they, you know, they show up 
um, Santa, he shows up in the North Pole, and they find, you know, hey, this is, this is you're going to live forever. You're going to deliver toys to all. It's just a good family Christmas movie. Uh, John Lithgow is the evil owner of the this toy company, BZ Toys. And um, his character, aw, aw, Dudley Moore, great comedy. Kind of a kind of a dumbed down some in some areas, but good, wholesome family Christmas movie. Santa Claus the movie. Uh, same director, same people that did Superman the movie and Supergirl, the Salkinds. So, yeah, uh, Santa Claus the movie. I don't know how I missed that one, so forgive me. Uh Looking through some other here's other ones here. Uh, there is a Christmas Vacation too. I have not seen it. Don't plan on watching it because I heard it wasn't that great. But it went straight to video. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So just looking at some other ones here. Uh, just Friends, I guess. Ryan Reynolds is kind of a Christmas film, but I didn't. You know, if you want to call it that. Uh, the Bishop's Wife, and you got the Preacher's Wife, Denzel, Whitney, Whitney Houston. Uh, let's see here. So many Hallmark movies. It's just unreal. But, uh, yeah. So I'd have to, you know, Charlie Brown, uh, Garfield. I think there's a Garfield Christmas. Um, But yeah, there's actually a new one with Eddie Murphy that came on Amazon. It's called Candy Cane Lane. So I haven't seen that one. There's one Spirited with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. I haven't seen that yet, but we'll we'll find out. Uh, I mean, yeah. Then you got the Seinfeld Christmas Christmas episode, the Festivus, December twenty third. <laughs> there, I find tinsel distracting. There's an aluminum pole, and instead of uh, Instead of uh, a tree, you, it's aluminum pole, and you you air your grievances and all the ways people have disappointed you over the past year. So <laughs> it's a great episode. It's called the episode's called the Strike, and it's when Kramer works at a bagel company called H and H Bagels, and he goes back to work, but he he asks the bosses, "Look, I need the twenty third off." He goes, "Hey, I hired you to work in the holidays. This is the holidays." He goes, "But it's Festivus. What?" He says, "You know, you're infringing my right to make, celebrate new holidays." <laughs> It's a Festivus miracle. Anyway, so rambling on there. Forgive me. I'm trying to get all the Christmas movies I can in there on the list. Um, it's been a uh, it's been a good episode here. I hope, and uh, it's good to be back. Um, I'll, I'll try to have another, have a couple more before the end of the year. And it's uh, um, like I said. I hope I didn't. If there, if I missed some, forgive me. You know, I'm just just trying to fit it here all here in time and um but i want i appreciate everybody all out there listening to captain cambino's cabana captain cambino's christmas cabana and it is that time of year so tis the season to be merry no shit and it's it's wonderful i love the movies the music about christmas uh next week i'll probably talk about maybe we'll talk about some christmas memories and stuff like that you know you know certain christmases that really were fun and memories, things like that, the the presence, whatever. I mean, just experiences, you name it. Holiday experiences, anything that took place. And so we'll talk about that. But um, I hope you uh, hope you enjoyed the the list of the rundown for the Christmas movies. But also on another topic, it's uh, the college football bowl season starts tomorrow. So we got a lot of good games coming up. And um, you know, there's some also college basketball is kicked off. There's three NFL games as well tomorrow. Um, so NFL action, we got the Vikings at the Bengals, Steelers at the Colts and the Broncos at the Lions. So we've got three NFL games tomorrow and college bowl season kicks off. Um, we've got the Myrtle beach bowl, Georgia Southern and Ohio, the new Orleans bowl, Jacksonville state and Louisiana, the cure bowl, Miami, Ohio and Appalachian state, the new Mexico bowl, New Mexico state and Fresno state. The L.A. Bowl, UCLA and Boise State, and top it off the Independence Bowl, California and Texas Tech. So we got lots of college football tomorrow with the bowl games kick off, December sixteenth, and three NFL games. So it's a this is the best. I love the end of the year, Christmas time, December, late December, NFL season. You know the playoffs are coming up. Playoffs, playoffs are coming up. Uh, you got you know college bowl games. So this is the time of year. Hey, place your bets, you know, check out BetMGM, FanDuel, Barstool Sportsbook, the captain, um, 
Captain is um, recommends all three of those. So if you're into the if you're into that sports book betting, so lots of football, college basketball action. We got a lot of sports coming up, so it's exciting time of year. Uh, NHL season is back as well, so it's that time of year. Uh, also, uh, uh, give a shout out to uh, hope. Hopefully, hope this doesn't jinx it, but what the heck? You know, my alma mater, where I got my master's degree, uh, Harding University, is playing for the national championship tomorrow at noon on ESPNU. So they're playing uh, the Colorado School of Mines, the Ore Diggers. That's what they're called. That's their mascot, the Ore Diggers. So anyway, go Bisons. And uh, but that's pretty cool. So that's the I, I got my master's there. So uh, and I hope they win. So anyway, but um, you've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. Um, it's a beautiful night. It's uh, holidays. It's that time of year having a good time, um, stay safe, stay cool, stay warm, wherever you are. Um, if you're on an Island chilling, have a margarita and enjoy the Christmas time. Enjoy the atmosphere. Um, Fort Lauderdale always has a great Christmas parade on the, on the, uh, intercoastal too, by the way. So that's, that's, I've just thought about that anyway. Um, stay safe, stay warm, stay cool. Um, and enjoy your holidays with friends and family. Be safe. Be safe travels, driving, everything. Don't be in a hurry. You know, there's too many people in a hurry. A bunch of jackasses driving too fast. You know, chill out, man. Just relax. It's Christmas time. Just take your time. Enjoy it. It's only once a year. So it's more important than gifts and presents and buying stupid shit, commercialism. It's about the birth of Jesus and celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior. Um, so anyway, just want to throw that out there. And actually, you know, it's all about material possessions. Let me, let me, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no it's about the, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So anyway, thank you for listening. It's been a, it's been phenomenal. Uh, uh, this is a Christmas cabana edition. You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Christmas cabana, and I hope you've enjoyed it and I look forward. Hopefully next week we'll be back on track. Uh, like I said, captain's been really busy and took some time off. So here we are again, Friday, December 15th. So um, next week, December 21st, is the shortest day of the year, so be prepared. Thank you for listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana, the Christmas Cabana edition. God bless you all. Hope you have a great holiday. Merry Christmas. And as Bing Crosby says, Mele Kaliki Maka. Man, you know what? I probably should have played that song, but um, that's okay. Maybe I'll probably do it next week. So... We're going to top it off with uh, Leon Redbone, Christmas Island. Thank you again. Check it, check it out on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Captain Cambino's Cabana, and I'll be back on Instagram very soon. And I look forward to bringing more content to you. Thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure. This is Captain Cambino's Cabana. Merry Christmas. Permission to come aboard.